This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. BT knows that businesses come in many shapes, sizes and guises, from the person just starting out at their kitchen table to the biggest employer, which is why no matter what line of work you're in, they've got your back to help you succeed and do what you do best. Whatever your business, BT's got your back. Search BT's got your back. This is the Times Evening Briefing on Wednesday the 26th of July. Hollywood actor Kevin Spacey has been found not guilty of sexual assault after a trial lasting nearly four weeks. He says he now has a lot to process. But I would like to say that I'm enormously grateful to the jury for having taken the time to examine all of the evidence and all of the facts carefully before they reach their decision. And I am humbled by the outcome today. The star spoken outside Southwark Crown Court after being accused of committing nine offences against four men between 2001 and 2013. Times Radio's Alex Dibble is there. The emotional and psychological toll of this case was visible on Kevin Spacey's face as he delivered that statement. When he'd finished, he was escorted along the pavement here, photographers fighting to get a shot of him and the public watching on. He then got into a taxi. Where was he heading? Maybe back onto the Hollywood A-list. This case cost him his role in Netflix's House of Cards and film projects too. Work may well start to come back. Andrew Malkinson, who served 17 years behind bars for a rape he did not commit, has been cleared by the Court of Appeal. The 57-year-old was found guilty of raping a woman in Greater Manchester in 2003, and the following year he was jailed for life with a minimum term of seven years. But today his conviction was quashed by senior judges after DNA evidence came to light, which linked another potential suspect to the crime. Rishi Sunak has given evidence to the infected blood inquiry as campaigners have been lobbying the Prime Minister to authorise full compensation payments. Thousands of NHS patients were infected with HIV and hepatitis C through blood-based drugs and transfusions in the 1970s and 1980s. Kane Reeves was there for Times Radio. At Times, Rishi Sunak faced a hostile atmosphere. Over three years and still no concrete compensation framework in sight. Is that good enough? I think what I'd say is, of course, people want to see. For the families and those infected, this isn't about money. Adrian Goodyear was infected as a teenager and lost both of his brothers to the scandal. About holding people to account, and we do believe that's important to recognise the loss and the financial losses of the many. About 2,900 people died in what has been called the worst treatment disaster in the history of the NHS. Liz Gardner lost her brother Robert 32 years ago. It's the anniversary of his death on Friday, the 28th of July, and we're still here waiting for answers and wanting an apology. Sunak says he hopes that despite waiting decades and decades since he took office, interim payments have been made. He's promised swift action from the government once the inquiry's findings are delivered. The schools minister, Nick Gibbs, says mobiles should be kept out of the classroom and young people should be taught to ration their screen time at home. His comments follow a UN report which says smartphones should be banned in schools to reduce disruption, improve learning and promote well-being. In England, it is up to individual school leaders to decide their own policies on mobiles. 
Dave Lee Allen is a head teacher in Suffolk and has told us it's an important discussion to have. Us all in our professional lives have to learn to manage our phones, um, whether that's switching them off at the start of a meeting or understanding the etiquette of, you know, sitting down for an important meal with some um, people and, and having your phone out with it constantly flashing and, and all these kind of little nuances. Um, I think you know, phones have become such a, an integral part of our lives that it is important that we teach uh, young people about the, the benefits but also the, the pitfalls of using them. And you can hear more on all these stories throughout the day on Times Radio. Hi, I'm Jane Garvey. And I'm Fee Glover. Off Air with Jane and Fee is going live. We are taking to the stage at the amazing Crucible Theatre in Sheffield on Friday the 31st of May. It'll be a night full of surprises. We'll have a special guest, we'll involve you in the audience and we'll embarrass ourselves. You really won't want to miss it. Well, the surprises, we don't yet know what's in it, so it genuinely is a night of surprises. Well, you've surprised me already. Uh, It's not just us. Our live show is part of an exciting new podcast festival called Cross wires which is taking place in some really amazing venues across sheffield from the 31st of may to the 2nd of june so other podcasters that you'll be able to see include katie price Catherine ryan ramash ranganathan and the original adam buxton but there's also a whole host of free fringe events family shows surprise acts and after parties that jane and i haven't yet been invited to I'm sure it's only a matter of time. Head to crosswires.live for tickets and more information.